All right, we're going to do bedtime stories. We haven't done bedtime stories in a long while. I figured I might as well. This book is Poe for Your Problems, Uncommon Advice from History's Least Likely Self-Help Girl by Katherine Bob Magura. I don't know if I said that wrong. I do apologize if I did. I'm just going to read the first chapter as I normally do. And if you like the book, it's 237 pages. It's cute. It's not too bad. First couple pages we've got. There are some secrets that do not permit themselves to be told. Men die nightly in their beds, wringing their hands of ghostly confessors and looking them piteously in the eyes. Piteously? Piteously? Yeah, you know what I mean. Die with despair of heart and convulsion of throat on account of the hideousness of mysteries which will not suffer themselves to be revealed. Edgar, Edgar <laughs> what the hell did I just read? I don't understand. What, I love Edgar Allan Poe, but sometimes I'm like, huh? What is, what's he talking about? <laughs> All right, introduction. The power of positive thinking. <laughs> Good one. If comedy is tragedy plus time, then Edgar Allan Poe's life reads like a punchline. Just one long, sad trombone. Here's the short, oversimplified version. Everyone got sick and everyone died, starting with both of Poe's parents before he turned three. A wealthy family adopted him, but only in an informal sense. He lived with them, but he never really belonged. And about the time he reached 18, Poe found himself penniless and disowned, forced to craft his masterpiece in cold, dirty, rented rooms. Later, his beloved wife, Virginia, contracted the same disease that had killed his biological parents. And he became, at last, by his own account, insane with long intervals of horrible sanity. Every hand that fed him, he chomped. Every bridge he could burn, he torched. Finally, in October of 1849, Poe collapsed in the street outside Tavern, and his career of provocative... Provocation and troublemaking ground to a halt and a literal gutter. Yet what followed was even worse. Poe's greatest frenemy, Rufus W. Griswold, wrote his obituary. Publishing his insults under a pseudonym, Griswold told the world that Poe was a cynical, depraved drunk with no friends who had never, ever used his talent for spite. The twist? That hit job for an obit turned out to be pretty good PR. Not only did Poe's colleagues and, in fact, numerous friends sprint to his defense, the notoriety that the obit helped create caused a scandal-loving public to seek out his work as never before. You could say that in the end, Poe's feuds, mistakes, and missteps worked out for him. Or you can say that they weren't mistakes or missteps at all. Instead, a series of brilliant career moves and an astoundingly effective system for success. Anyone can get to the top doing all the right things. To make it to the top doing all the wrong things? Now that takes genius. Today, nearly 200 years since his death, millions of people across the globe know and love Poe. 
He's recognized as one of the most brilliant, original, and influential writers of all time. His poetry and short stories have been translated into every major language and adapted for every new technology, from radio broadcasts to web series to memes. The film and TV adaptation alone, not to mention the references everywhere, from The Simpsons to South Park to Jordan Peele's Us, are so numerous it would take ten pages to list them all. He has an awfully long IMDb profile for someone born in 1809. Poe's fans have included highbrow elites like Vladimir Nabokov and Alfred Hitchcock. And he's enjoyed off-the-charts pop success, too. Baltimore named its NFL team the Ravens. Lou Reed, Joan Baez, and Stevie Nicks have all either recorded songs about Poe or put his words to music. The Beatles stuck him into the top row, eighth from the left, on the cover of Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. In 2001, Britney Spears kicked off her Dream Within a Dream tour, while actress Evan Rachel Wood has the final two lines of that poem inked in black across her upper back. As we speak... Sylvester Stallone is trying to produce a Bow biopic. <laughs> and if you should feel like raising a toast, well, in 2015, Maryland's Raven Beer rolled out Annabelle Lee White, a Wheat Beer Angel's Envy. And in 2018, a Philadelphia distillery launched a whiskey called Fortunato's Fate. Who wouldn't want to achieve such high proof prominence? putting so many others under their influence. We should all be so lucky. Yet somehow the notoriety lingers despite Poe's unparalleled worldwide renown. We continue to conceive of him as a near duel, just some hopeless, almost chaplain-esque loser. When the question we should be asking is, what's his secret? In a better world, Poe would be considered a self-help guru on par with Oprah, Deepak Chopra, and for our work week guy, Gwyneth Paltrow or Dr. Laura Schlanger. Schlanger. As it is, we celebrate the work, but sadly underrate the man. Except... Motherfucker! I'm trying to read a bedtime story. Damn cat. Where was I? Yet somehow the notoriety lingers despite Poe's unparalleled world renown. We continue to conceive him as a... Okay, I already read that. Except we're not making a mistake about just one man. We're making a mistake about renegades, rebels, and outcasts more generally. We're also making a very big mistake in being so certain that we know which creative, professional, and even existential strategies work, and which one are dead ends. Success on post scale doesn't just happen. It isn't solely a matter of genius either. It requires a unique vision, and more than that, the fortitude, the determination, the narcissism, and the megalomania to hew to the vision no matter what anyone else says. It is true Poe's life was a dumpster fire, That's precisely the point. He dealt with horrendous circumstances. He had simply justifiable mental health issues as well as an impossible personality. And he lived in an absurdly depression era full of racism, sexism, classism, injustice, misfortune, poverty, disease, and death. Oh, poor white man. He couldn't get none. You and I live in such an era, too. 
In a screwed up world, why not look to the most screwed up writer of all for advice on navigating the daily dumpster fires of our own lives? Who better to inspire us as we struggle through our own absurdly depressing time? Personally, I love nothing more than uh, when a misanthropic supposed loser is later wildly specularly vindicated. It is like hearing that your own life, no matter this foreclosure you're facing or the musty Uber you're driving right now, might also end in the best case scenario. And no one can be more qualified than Poe when it comes to teaching us how to fight through our suffering, how to keep hustling in the face of despair, and how to apologize for getting too drunk, all while ordering another round in the house. <laughs> round for the house on me. In short, how to take the crapola we've been handed and spin it into gold, like Poe did. So, just how did Poe fail? Flail, flub, and flounder his way into the history books? What perverse formula for success can he offer you? And how might you approach your problem? A little differently, following his, ex- his example. That's what you find in these pages. Oh, this ain't even chapter. This is an introduction. My bad. <laughs> Let's seize the day. Or, since we're talking about Poe here, seize the night. Carpe noctem. No- noctem? Ah, fuck. Reading Edgar Allan Poe and parsing his life for introduction instruction might f- first seem like a ridiculous exercise, like going fishing in the pool at the Y or digging for the treasure with one of those Allen wrenches you get free from Ikea. And I'll admit this book started off as a dark joke, though I'm convinced that's a strength and not a weakness, very much in keeping with Poe's own morbid sense of humor. A couple of years ago, I was telling a friend how reading Poe's work and the numerous biograph- biographies about his life had had the strange effect of helping me cope with the worst depressive episode I've ever experienced, reassuring me that life is worth living at a moment when I was on the verge of ordering a Peloton and giving me new energy for my creative work, giving me, of all things, hope. That sounds like a book. My friend said, lifting his glass. Oh yeah, I deadpanned. I'm going to write a book about reading Poe for self-help and call it How to Say Nevermore to Your Problems, which turned out to be just the working title. The point is, Poe can change your life too. You want to achieve your childhood dreams? You want to humiliate those who've doubted you with the meteoric rise of the top of whatever? All you need is a new perspective. Call it positive thinking. And that all-important anti-hero to guide you on your way, helping you discover how to triumph not only in spite of, but because of your alleged shortcomings. This is where Poe comes in. And how he can illuminate a a path, a new path for... (laughs) Sorry. It's just surely his black light and sleazy motel room. Forget everything you've ever assumed about Edgar Allan Poe. Far from being solely a sad story, Poe's own life turns out to be an, an inspirational tale for black sheep everywhere. So epic and timeless, it damn near rises to the level of myth. He might have kicked it 17 decades ago, yet he's never been more rev- relevant. In fact, his 
life experience reads like a millennial and Gen Z laundry list. Just for starters, Poe came of age amidst a dire recession, had to drop out of college with mounting debt 150 years before Sally Mae even existed, got hired, fired, and laid off from a series of journalism jobs that a time of <clears throat> profound change in the industry was forced to freelance in a burgeoning gig, uh, quote-unquote, the economy. Could barely afford to buy himself a couch, much less a house. Oh, that's me right now. Had no health insurance, couldn't get the dental crown he needed, and lived in America so extremely divided that even the dimmest observers could catch the whiff of impending civil war. But this book isn't just for young people. Or for dedicated Poe fans. This book is for all hopeless freaks and misfits out there like you, like me, whose adult lives aren't working out quite as we hoped, which we're looking to turn around somehow. Its whole purpose is to you finding new energy and inspiration. You can follow through on your deepest ambitions despite, well, everything. Your inbox full of rejection letters, your ex in that restraining order, forget about them, never more problems. Let's face it, you've already tried everything else except the wrong way, the Poe way. Like Poe himself, positive thinking is about not just recognizing the dark side of life, but manically focusing on it, embracing your overwhelming sense of doom, clinging to your grief and refusing to give up your most basic resentments. In short, not getting over anything, ever, but using all your darkest emotions in novel and creative ways to make a name for yourself and carve out your own unique, notorious place in the world. So, let's take a look at positive thinking, letting go, positive thinking, holding on to grudges, resentments, and vendettas. Positive thinking, fitting in, positive thinking, being a unique, utterly one-of-a-kind freak. Positive thinking, having healthy boundaries. Positive thinking, having seething lifelong obsessions. Positive thinking, being happy. Positive thinking, huh? <laughs> Positive thinking, making new friends. Positive thinking, smiting thine enemies. <laughs> so, if you're heartbroken, lonely, lost, depressed, broke, anxious underemployed or unemployed, and especially if you've recently blown up your life somehow, then congratulations. You've come to the right place. Poe messed up his life again and again, too, only to become more and more successful and more broadly and intensely beloved. This book will offer you a step-by-step -step program for emulating the man and gleaning all the most important Poe tips from his most turbulent life, and because each lesson builds towards the next, complete with exercises, charts, and checklists. I suggest reading it from beginning to end rather than skipping around in the meantime. If you ever get stuck, simply ask yourself, what would Poe do? All the quotes that you'll find in the following chapters come from Poe himself, drawn from his letters, essays, poems, and stories, and all the lessons come from his life. As you'll see, far from being out of date, Poe's rueful, often cynical life philosophy has stood the test of time. Take it from a man who is far more famous today than he ever was in his own lifetime, and who most definitely got the last laugh. 
now you can too. That's it for now. And I will definitely read the actual chapter (laughs) next time. Thank you guys for listening so much. If you like, go ahead, share, subscribe, do all that good stuff, and I'll talk to you in the next one. Bye.